Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you like Mount Rushmore shows and stupid poll questions, you've chosen the wrong sports radio show. Expect more. Live from Atlanta, it's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, it's uh, the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Our poll question this hour, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? Okay, vote right now. Is it stuffing? Uh, We've got stuffing. We've got mashed potatoes. You vote on it right now. We're not doing that crap. We don't. We don't do those things on this show. We got enough sports and other crazy things to talk about. And have interaction with you. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. Appreciate it. Thank you, Rocket Mortgage, for being a part of the John Kincaid Show. To this, the poll question this hour. Who was the, what was the biggest eye-opening moment yesterday for you in college football? You vote on it on our poll question. No. When did the poll question? Look, I've been, I've been a part of sports radio since it began interning at the second sports radio station in the country, WIP in Philadelphia. And so I've been a part of sports radio since its infancy, since the first year that it began. The industry, there were only two sports radio stations in the country. And I don't know when we lost our way into, well, we got to start every show with a poll question. Here's a poll question. Do you like poll questions? There's your poll question of the day. Vote in our poll. There's, Every show after every show after every show. Stop it. Stop it. Absolutely stop, please. Look forward to having you uh, hang out with us all day today. Um, We moved this week, Anthony. And my backside hurts. Yeah, I know. I, I, I saw the uh, the picture. Uh, you had everybody, you know. Well, that's my, that is my, that is, by the way, that is my friends at Georgia Packing. You had everybody going crazy again, wondering, you know, what that meant, seeing the moving truck, if that had something to do with, you know, your future in sports <laughs> so, radio. And so, I mean, you were at it again this week with the moving truck picture. And then uh, you had another picture with you and your buddy Chris teasing some secret project. And yes. also, I'm not sure if people picked up on this. I did. Uh, in that? your Twitter bio. Yes. What did it say? Uh, free agent? Sports local, talk? Radio, local radio free agent. No, but um, and then you added something to that. What was it? What, what is it? The hashtag? Now I have to. I'm looking up your Twitter. Oh, local okay, free a local free agent arriving soon. Arriving yes. soon. So that was another tease I picked arriving up. Arriving soon. Yes, somewhere. I I believe sometime I'm going to be employed. 
uh, Anthony, I'm thinking sometime I'm going to be employed again. I agree. Like right now, free agents right now. Who's the biggest free agent out there right now? And I'm just talking about in free agency. Are we talking about who? <laughs> let's think. Who's well? Let's look at baseball free agency. I mean, and you got to be excited that your Mets clean house, right? Oh boy, oh boy. Be excited about first that. day. Steve Cohen came in, cleaned house, and I think that is a great thing. He fam- he settled all family business. I think that is a great thing for Mets fans. That they came in and cleaned house. No, I mean, what, so you're getting on me again about my social media usage? I thought, now look, that's my friends that, at Georgia Pack and Load. I love those people. I, I, I spoke for them for years, and they were kind enough. I mean, I couldn't have moved without them. I mean, but now I've got everybody going, well, where are you going? What are you doing? you got to stay tuned. And you have a secret project you're working on with that and guy? a secret Cr- project. Chris? Chris Cawley. That is Chris Cawley from the, uh, the Voice. You may have seen Chris on The Voice. And know him. He is a very, very talented musical performer. And you should follow him on Twitter and, and Instagram also. You getting into the music industry? Maybe it's time for me to put this hair to good use. And just, you know, be, you know, you, you, come on. I could sell a lot. My, my Go singing, cut an album? My singing voice is not really there. But Chris's is. So you never know. It could be up some secret project. Uh, Anthony, I think the cryptic breadcrumbs to this whole thing have been very uh, tactical. I think it's been very tactical. Hope it pays off. Okay, but where I begin this hour is consistent that we do not talk politics on this show. We do not take calls about politics on this show. And no, I am not part of the super woke sports media. And I am not part of the uh, right wing, let's go sports media also. I, have, I try to very much stay in the middle. Uh, I have voted consistently with both parties, of the main parties, and uh, I very much consider myself a centrist. Uh, More, if you were to to try to determine, I've taken those tests, more fiscally conservative and socially liberal. That's sort of where I land. But that's just for context of the situation. But what I'm asking for is the reset button. I hear a lot of people talking about, well, America, now we're going to hit the reset button. I have people on sports, sports media members. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to my sports media brethren. And as a member of the sports media part-time and full-time for 30 years, I ask that you listen up. Can you go back to doing your job? Can you go back to using your platforms For what it is. Now, your personal life, I think you should be active in anything you want to be active in. I think you should donate your time. I think you should donate money. I think you should donate your passions. Uh, And in the the Catholic Church, we call it time and treasure. Uh, You could donate your time and your treasure for whatever causes you want to do. But can we get back to a point where sports media focuses on being sports media, first and foremost. It's why you didn't hear me telling you who you should vote for. It's why you didn't hear me telling you what you should be outraged about. Did we deal with all of the topics, the the all-important topics of 2020? Sure we did. Absolutely we did. Did we obsess on it? No. Did we spend countless hours talking about it? No. We didn't. 
because my primary responsibility is a sports talk radio host. And I don't consider myself a, a, a need to be a screaming hyena every single day on social media telling you what to think, how to vote, what your impression should be of this person or otherwise. What really makes me chuckle, though, is people who, from both sides, have been in the sports media, have been the most, and I say screaming hyenas for years on political matters. Their, their, their social media feeds dominated by 60, 70% politics. That now they're like, okay, now we need tolerance and we need everybody to get back. Now we need to come together. Now we all need to come together. I'm like, what the blank? You have just spent years sowing division. You have just spent years being part of the problem, being part of the setting fires, drawing people, making people take sides against each other, all because you thought you were that important and your stage was that important. Let me summarize to the sports media. This isn't shut up and dribble. So don't spin it. Do your job. Go Do your jobs. And entertain people. Show us what you're about. But don't let personal obsessions become your agenda on a daily basis. Get back to covering sports. Because guess what? Someone gave you a job because you were really, really good at it. You were really good at it. To ascend to having a platform. It showed you were good. You, you, you ascended above the pack. Show us what you got. And please... For those of you who spread nothing but divisiveness, negativity, hysteria for the past four years, I don't need you to lecture people on, well, now we need everybody to just calm down and relax. No, you've taught people how immature adults can act from time to time. And by the way, it's both sides. It's both sides. And that's why... On this show, we don't do it. So let's get back to enjoying ourselves. We keep it positive. We keep it fun. We try to laugh at ourselves. Let's see if everybody else can get back to being a little tolerant with each other about it. Let's see. I'm going to guess that it won't happen. But, Anthony, we talked about it off the air. I'm going to guess that it won't happen. But, again, both of us today, and you and I politically align on many things and disagree on a lot of things, but we both align in that we both have a positivity this morning that maybe things can be more. We have hope. We have some hope. We have hope. Right. Right. And, and, we don't, and we don't need to. It doesn't have to be negative. Yes, we can. Yes, you. we can. Thank you, Barack. Appreciate that very much. All right. Today's game between the Bucks and the Saints. And this may be a huge error on my part. But it seems like a passing of the torch to me. I'm watching the Saints, and I watched that Saints-Bears game last week. And by the way, I almost fell asleep three or four times during the game. Gosh, it was awful. Really awful. But I watched the, the, the Saints and the Bears. And I'm watching the Saints, and I see it as a... You've got that car that you love. And when you drive it down the street, the car still looks good. But you know it's falling apart. 
And you don't know how long it's going to be good for. You don't know. You don't know how long that car, that car may not be able to make the 40 mile trip you want to take this afternoon. You're afraid to take it out on the highway, but it looks good. And I wonder if the New Orleans Saints are that team right now. They're that car. Because I'm watching the Saints and I see a declining stock. If I was a stockholder in the New Orleans Saints and their Super Bowl chances, I would have been selling before the season. Because I very much worry about Drew Brees and where he's at. And it seems as if There's a lot of people that want to try to convince me that yards per attempt or yards per completion, where Drew Brees is among the lowest in the NFL, I think he was at the lowest a week or so ago, doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Well, that doesn't matter. You know, not being able to get the ball downfield in today's NFL does matter. Because whatever your fastball is, In Major League Baseball, they tell you, you better have that second pitch. You can have a dominant fastball, but unless you have that second pitch or even a third, you're not going to be successful because the best hitters in the game are going to adjust to you. Same goes for the NFL, and that's what Lamar Jackson is trying to overcome right now. An MVP who is being made to look ordinary at times. Because whatever you want to do, they can find ways to take it away from you. You have to show that you've got that second pitch. You need to show you have that second approach. I don't think Drew Brees at the end of his career has that next level. He's not going to beat you with his feet. He can't get the ball downfield anymore with any kind of effectiveness. And when you're asking teams in the NFL to have 10 and 12 play drives to score touchdowns without the big influx of explosive plays, I don't know how you're going to be expected to win. And by the way, before you tell me that Michael Thomas was out, I would suggest you talk to Carson Wentz, who has had no wide receivers but like walk-ons, practice squad guys, pretty much for a year and a half. And he managed to win a division last year with a bunch of practice squad wide receivers. And he's managing to some semblance of cobbling together wins this year, throwing to nobody. Because somehow Howie Roseman thought throwing to Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey was going to work out. He saw that as a viable alternative. Uh, Spoiler alert, it wasn't. This game seems like a passing of the torch today. If the Buccaneers were to spank the Saints today, 10-point, 14-point victory, they walk away decisively winners. By the way, I think it'll be Still a fairly tight game. I think we're seeing the passing of the torch. That Breeze will exit the game before Brady. And by the way, Anthony, that pick of the Buccaneers to miss the playoffs is looking really good right now, isn't it? It's really looking good. My insightful analysis of what did I think of it? Yeah, it's, it's really not good. Not good. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS. Don't you dare boo Geico because they're awesome for you. Whether you rent or whether you own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. You're going to love them. Having a home is hard work. Get a quote at geico.com. Now that's easy. Matt in St. Augustine, Florida joins us. Matt, how are you, brother? 
I am well. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Good to have you on the show. What's going on? Well, I had to take a little break. I I run in the morning, and so I had to get off and run, and now I'm back on. Um, You were talking earlier about Notre Dame not being a top-four pick. Um, Yes. And I want you to know I've been a Notre Dame fan since 1966 when Eric Parsegan gave my dad tickets to the game with Michigan State. Wow. Um, That's a good story. I love, well, they were pals. I love Notre Dame football. I have not believed in Notre Dame football as a championship team since Lou Holtz was the head coach. Okay. They're, they're, they've, they've, they've missed the critical pick or the critical recruiting of an elite quarterback for going on 35 years now. Um, they've made do with the guys they've had. They've had some terrific defenses. They've had some good running backs and some receivers, but they cannot nail down a, an elite level quarterback, and that's what's going to keep them from being a national championship caliber team. Do you think, though, that a year like this, if they were to, you know, that's a big win last night, even though without Trevor Lawrence, do you think that that opens the door for Brian Kelly to get one of those quarterbacks? You know, it, it might, but he's been here it before. Yes. You know, he, you know, yes. when, when they when they played when they played for the national championship uh, a couple years yep. ago, we all knew that they were going to get killed. Uh, um, <laughs> that's the way it worked out. And, and right, it didn't, didn't seem to help their recruiting that year. No, it really didn't. So uh, appreciate your call. Thanks a lot, man. Love St. Augustine. We go to Hammock Beach every summer. Love uh, just south of St. Augustine. Love it. Absolutely awesome. All right, the fallout is the most comprehensive look at the world of college football, and we take you through it fast, and it comes your way next. Tony Pirano, some of his finest work. Find him on Twitter. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. This is the fallout. Now on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, you got to love it. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. We are so excited with the way that the college football season has been going. And we keep you updated on it every week here during the fallout. Now, the number one team in the country, the Clemson Tigers, had a showdown last night with Notre Dame. Without their starting quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. So things were going to be a little harem scarum, right? Could they pull off the upset? Here's Paul Burmeister on the Notre Dame Radio Network. Book from under center. Takes the snap. Hands off to Kyron Williams. Right up the middle. Touchdown, Notre Dame. Hard running. Good hole. 46-40. The Irish lead Clemson. Uwe Ungalale on the ball. In the shotgun. Drops back. Steps up. Moves to his right, throws, completes, ball pitched behind, ball on the ground. Notre Dame trying to pounce on it. Game over. Notre Dame knocks off number one. That was a great call. Good job, Paul Burmeister. And uh, Notre Dame wins 47-40 in double overtime. Brian Kelly after the game says, my team never quit. As a coach, you know, you commit your vocation to this because you love seeing, um, you know, your players overcome what um, amounts to be sometimes, um, you know, uh, difficult uh, odds. And um, that, was, uh, that was fun to watch those guys. Coach, you were wandering on that soundbite. I got lost. This is the first victory over a number one team in 27 years for the Fighting Irish. Clemson had won 36 straight regular season games and had not lost to an ACC conference team since 2017. Dabo Sweeney, how do you feel after the loss? Nobody was handed a trophy tonight. They didn't roll a stage out there and hand a trophy to anybody. Uh, we got a ways to go. We'd have won the game. You know, they'd have given us a trophy. 
got a long way to go. We got a lot of work to do. Uh, but, you know, we're seven and one. We've had a great season to this point. Yeah, it's a great season. DJU last night, by the way, passed for 439 yards, most ever by a Notre Dame opponent. Clemson has a week off before they visit Florida State. The Fighting Irish are at Boston College. So, one upset. Would there be another? Rutgers has been playing very improved football. And they're taking on Ohio State. Oh, this isn't going to be good. But the play-by-play call will be. Here's Paul Keels from Learfield IMG College. Fake handoff, Fields looking to toss. He'll lift a pass deep down the left side for Olave in the end zone. Got it for a touchdown. Chris Olave, 33-yard touchdown pass from Justin Fields. And Ohio State puts six more on the board, leading a 48-21. Ohio State beat them 49-27. Rutgers goes down there. Justin Fields, five touchdown passes, and he ran for another. Can you say Heisman Trophy winner? Ah, maybe. He completed 24 of 28. His accuracy, incredible. He's been doing really a fantastic job there. And Ohio State rolled up 517 yards. But Rutgers, 373 of their own. Rutgers, a very improved product, so congratulations to them. Up next, Ohio State at Maryland next Saturday. Maryland, by the way, just uh, pretty much told Penn State where they belong. P-U, not P-S-U, P-U. Georgia and Florida. It's the world's largest outdoor cocktail party, but they don't let you say that anymore because political correctness has run amok. Hey, pour yourself a cold one as you listen to Mick Hubert from Learfield IMG College. The snap to trash. He wants to throw it toward the end zone. It's going to be Trey Grimes. He's got it. He went up the high at six feet five and made the catch. And the Gators lead 37 to 21. Oh, that was very, very good. And Kyle Trask was incredible. Another four-touchdown night. First quarterback in SEC history to accomplish that feat in five consecutive games. Gators had lost three games in a row at the world's largest outdoor cocktail party that they don't allow that to be called that anymore. Trask, 30 of 43, 474 yards. Unbelievable. Gators scored on seven of eight possessions after they had a three and out to open the game. Dominated. Kirby Smart, uh, well, let's just say Stetson Bennett was 5 of 16 for 78 yards. That's the problem. Dan Mullen, great win, right? Feels great, obviously, uh, winning this big-time big time game. Um, it's put us in a, good, a decent position. It's put us in a position to get ready to go beat Ar- – we got Arkansas seven days. That's that's what it's put us in a position, dude, to go have to go beat them seven days from now. At the midpoint of the season, we're in first place in the East. So, uh, big win. And, uh, you know, I, I'm really proud of how our guys played and responded, uh, you know, against one of the, the, the top, top defenses and top overall teams in the country. That defense pretty banged up. But Kirby Smart, you missed a lot of chances, right? You know, I felt that we missed a lot of opportunities. Uh, I felt like defense and offense. I mean, I felt like we dropped a couple of picks that could have been big plays. Um, and then, obviously, offensively, I felt like we missed a lot of open shots. And um, that's the toughest thing. Florida host Arkansas next Saturday, Georgia at Missouri. It's the fallout here on the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Number six, Cincinnati. Number six, Cincinnati taking on Houston. Dan Horde from Learfield IMG College has the call. Now Wiley motions out to the right. Second and goal from the four. Desmond Ritter with 15 seconds on the clock. Floats a lob into the end zone. A leaping attempt by Wiley. He's got it. Touchdown. Yeah, baby. Bearcats with 13 seconds left in the half. Got to love the yeah, baby. Great work by the color analyst there. Jared Dokes, a career high 184 yards rushing. Desmond Ritter. 
ran for three scores, threw for another. Cincinnati, 38-10 over Houston. That is a dominant victory. Bearcats rushing for 342 yards. Wow. Cincinnati, one of four teams to go undefeated at home the past two seasons, along with Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Up next, Cincinnati hosts East Carolina on Friday night. Nothing better than Friday night Cincinnati football. Texas A&M, number seven at South Carolina. They're like sort of laying in the weeds. Everybody forget about Texas A&M after that Alabama loss. Could they be a factor? Here's Andrew Monaco from Learfield IMG College. First and 10 from their own 48-yard line after the Leon O'Neal Jr. interception pass. That is complete! Racing into the end zone, a 52-yard touchdown, Aggies! Yeah, Texas A&M routes South Carolina 48-3. Kellen Mond, four touchdown passes. He's now the career leader at Texas A&M. He also ran for a score. Texas A&M 5-1, all in the SEC. Its best starts in starting 6-0 in 2016. Well, South Carolina has surrendered 1,071 yards and 100 points in losses to LSU and the Aggies in its past two games. Will Muschamp better be renting. That doesn't sound good. Texas A&M is at Tennessee next Saturday in the battle of the... Ugh. And we got Pac-12 football back. It was like breakfast in the Pac-12 yesterday, but we're going to talk about the game that occurred before that. Oregon taking on Stanford. Here's Jerry Allen from Learfield IMG College. First and goal from the nine. And Chuck's going to try to keep and go left. Oh, it's how about that? He's going to score. Tyler Shuck with a score. Runs it in himself, but he didn't go where he wanted to go. He went where there was room to go. How about that? Tyler Shuck with a little shake and bake. Uh, Anthony, I now need, need, need that drop. Ho, ho, ho. How about that? Ho, ho, ho. How about that? Yes, Oregon wins. 35-14 over Stanford Saturday night in the opener. Nice to see a little primetime Pac-12 football. Ducks have won 16 straight home openers. And now we're going to see what the Pac-12 has to offer. That USC game, USC looked like they were going to lose. And Arizona State was going to beat them. And then they came back furiously at the end. So Pac-12 trying to make some noise. Oregon is at Washington State next Saturday. There it is. If your team didn't make the fallout this week, again, complain to your athletic director, tell your coach to recruit better, or just tweet directly to Tony Pierno on Twitter and tell him to include them next week. Here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. I love that segment. Always have fun with it. And uh, that is tr- absolutely awesome work by my producer, Anthony Pierno, every single week for you here uh, on the John Kincaid Show. The glass is never half empty here because a glass can't be half empty. More insights like that coming your way on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Like we're going to give 110%. Really? How do you do that exactly? It's pretty amazing. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. We're always here for you at 855-212-4CBS on Twitter at John Kincaid. On Instagram at Kincaid Radio, and nobody cares because it's really bad. My Instagram game's terrible. And be sure to follow Tony Pierno on Twitter. Hold him accountable. I'm better on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you are. That's because I, I don't, I, I, I guess I still don't get Instagram. 
I don't really get it. Like just, no, just putting up put pictures. nice pictures up. There's no drama. I see some people with the drama. I think the the strange thing is the TikTok. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Haven't got, funny... haven't got into that yet. No, we'll don't get see. into it. Don't get into it. You're out. You're out of the target demo. I would think. I'm just guessing, but you never know. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Hugh Freeze and Liberty, 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 Liberty. Congratulations. Another victory. Beating Virginia Tech yesterday. Hugh Freeze will have another job next year. My guess, South Carolina. I'm trying to figure out where he could be. But he could end up in Michigan, too. Yeah. Could end up at Penn State. It makes total sense for Hugh Freeze to go to back to the SEC. Have his uh, second chance to redeem himself, which he's gotten right now. And I heard a few people yesterday when Hugh Freeze pulls another upset uh, yesterday trying to point out, yep, he's another guy who's going to do deceitful things and, and, and get up and get another chance. Isn't that beautiful? Is that something we're supposed to mock? Or is that something that's supposed to be good for us? That people get second chances in life? Honestly. People are like, Oh, Hugh Freeze, now uh, watch, just because you're going to hire a coach just because he can help you win. I hope Hugh Freeze, I hope, he, I hope his life has been turned around and I hope he has great success. Why are people open, why do people openly root against redemption stories? Aren't redemption stories like the best? I enjoy uh, my, my faith and my faith tells me there's been a lot of greatest, a lot of the greatest Leaders in faith are stories of redemption. Congratulations, Hugh Freeze. I I wish you nothing but success. Jim Harbaugh, I hope you get a chance to redeem yourself. Someday, somewhere. Hope you get a chance to redeem yourself. Because what's been done to Michigan is you've driven the car into a ditch. And you've had plenty of time to get it right. 855-212-4CBS. Jim in Illinois drops by. Jim, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, John. How about you? I'm doing well, man. What's going on? Um, first of all, I just want you to know I'll keep your mom, you, and your family in my prayers, and I hope you continue to be positive about your loss. Thank you. I, I, absolutely. Uh, Jim, 91 years, lived well, really only sick the, really sick the last, like, three or four weeks of her life. Oh, that is awesome. That's, that's a win. That's a win. Definitely. Uh, thanks for all the entertaining radio you've provided over the past few <laughs> years, too. I, Thank I you, buddy. You're a, I believe you're a great human being, and I, I really appreciate, appreciate that as a listener. Um, so what I was wondering, do you, do you think Ian Book is an above-average college quarterback or better, or, like, where would you rank him? He's above average. You think he's just above average? Yes. I don't okay. think he's a – I don't think he is a difference-making quarterback that, um, that put a game on his shoulders and he's going to carry a team to victory, especially when they're not favored to win. Sure. I don't. I, 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 I look at him and that's where I'd put it. And, and based on what you said a little earlier in the show, I think that you don't think Notre, Notre Dame, if they get in, would really have a chance no. in, the, in the playoff, right? No. If, it's a, if you're talking about a healthy Clemson, you're, you're Trevor Lawrence is playing and everything, absolutely not. I would put it at a 16.5-point spread okay. watching those two teams play. I appreciate your call, Jim. Thanks, man. Anthony, do you agree with Jim? He says, I sound like a great human being. 
Would you, you you'd say great human being, right? I mean, sometimes after all the years, <laughs> you can't be a great human being. Sometimes, Anthony, you can't like that. That's that. Yeah, that's a disclaimer. You can't put on something. Well, I would have to say no. Then I'd be like a guy walking into a bar, going, "I am a great lover." Some of the time, are you a great lover? Oh, just leave it to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Gary in Jacksonville joins us. That's something in his imagination he didn't want to think of. Gary, how are you? You're in the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. Good morning, John. I think I figured it out. You did. You're, you're going to the soap opera world. You either got to be a member of Genoa City or Port Charles. I, I could maybe. What could I be? Would I be an Abbott or would Cereal I be a Newman? Would I be? Would I be an Abbott or would I be a Newman if I end up in uh, no, Genoa City? Killer John. Either Victor goes after your sonny. Sonny oh. Crockett puts a hit out on you. Oh, okay, I'll I'll gladly go up against Victor or Sonny. Yeah, I'll give him that. that <laughs> I'll, I'll take my chances. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, you know, old good old big, big game Jim, he, 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 he cracked me up yesterday. Yeah, Jeez. I mean, what's going on? What is going on? How does Harbaugh? They're going to turn it around. Just give him another 20 years, John. The wheels, have, the wheels have fallen off Harbaugh. And I've always been up. I've been since he got to Michigan. And the whole, who's got it better than us? <laughs> Well, freaking everybody does. Let me, like, I haven't heard that lately. Who's got it better than us? Well, like, everybody in the Big Ten almost has it and, better. And John, I know you got a lot of cards all you with this. By sure. the end of the day, the Dolphins could be tied for first in the lost column. Wow, that'd be incredible. That'd be incredible. How about Thanks, that? Buddy. Good job, buddy. Tied for the, in the lost column. Could be. It's a, is that a, Anthony, you root for a team in that division. And by the way, you will not have Sam Darnold tomorrow night. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that isn't another that missed news? game for Darnold? But yeah, but isn't that good news though? At this this time, he wasn't sucking face <laughs> and has to miss games. <laughs> like I mean, sir, like he's an eleventh grader at the Jersey Shore. <laughs> not saying that I know any eleventh graders who got mono at the Jersey Shore. Just saying. But uh, you, wow, the, the, the statute of limitations has run out on that story. But. Uh, Let's just say Sam Darnold's not going to be there. You're just trying to do everything you can to secure Trevor Lawrence, right? Yep, and hopefully Trevor Lawrence uh, doesn't demand a trade from us. He's not going to demand a trade. He's not going to demand a trade. Would you Would you start wearing your hair? Guess what? If Trevor Lawrence passes on being a Jet, Justin Fields wouldn't. He wouldn't. I promise you And that. he's uh, he looks pretty good. Justin I mean, I, I think... I think he deserves to be in that conversation. I think Lawrence eventually will go number one, but Ryan. I think uh, Fields deserves to be in the conversation. I think it's okay to have it. I don't think you're out of line if you want to debate whether or not Fields or Lawrence, number one. By the way, can I get up in my feelings a little bit? Act a little, uh, I mean, this is a little, you know, this is a little weak, considering I'd rip on somebody for this. Justin Fields followed me on Twitter for the longest time. And he doesn't follow me anymore. Yeah, you, that, pissed, like, you pissed him off somehow. Well, I don't know. His, his family lives here in Atlanta. And Justin obviously grew up listening to a legend like me of Sports Talk Radio. You know, so I mean, like I and, and by the way, I've been nothing but a cheerleader for Justin Fields. God, I, I don't understand why you'd follow somebody on Twitter and then not follow them. Maybe his account's being handled by somebody. I don't believe so. By the way, again. Exceptional leadership, exceptional talent on the field, and exceptional leadership off the field during a tumultuous year. So, uh, you, you, you know, Justin, you can feel free to follow me again. 
I'd love to have you follow me again. Tom in Cleveland joins us. Sound like a 14-year-old girl. Tom, how are you? I am outstanding, my friend. Thank you so much for taking my call. As always, love the show every single Sunday morning. Thank you, buddy. I do have have a little fun one there for you to go ahead and get the Michigan fans going. Because, of course, I'm a staunch Ohio State homer, which, again, is a fantastic thing in the last, I don't know, 40 years. Right. But I would like for you to go ahead and talk about Harbaugh. And, again, I am a Harbaugh fan as a person, no doubt about it. But you're right. Michigan is a dumpster fire. And I would like you to take a little spin on this one. Considering his recruiting over the last five or six years, because what Michigan has been able to put on the field has been not very good, was maybe everybody wrong about Rich Rod, and Rich Rod is a fantastic recruiter, just couldn't convert it over to the field. Just like in back in our day, we had the same thing with a coach back back in the day. We won't mention his name. Right. But you know what I'm saying? But he was a, Rich Rod was maybe a great recruiter, couldn't put it on the field. I just can't imagine Harbaugh, with all of his emotion and passion, can't go anywhere and not get the best of the best of the best. He just seems to be such an empowered speaker well, and leader and passionate. And, and, and guess what? Able to do that. And Harbaugh should be able to develop a quarterback, right? You would he he know, was a quarterback, for gosh yeah. sakes. And he's back yes. at his alma mater, and he can't get that position right. And um, I had this discussion earlier today, thank you for your call, with James Graceffo uh, from the uh, Vince Quinn show. The idea that, well you know the Jets are going to have to talk to Harbaugh about coming in to take over, especially if they're getting Trevor Lawrence. And I'm like, what about Jim Harbaugh has shown you development of quarterbacks? In fact, it appears he has a disconnect right now with the quarterback position as far as being able to successfully develop a quarterback. I mean, it's that it seems like a problem. Seems like an issue. Now, Jim Harbaugh has a personality. Anthony, would you say a personality that sort of can grade on people? I would say yes. Do you know who he shares a birthday with? You guys me. have the same birthday? <laughs> same, same, not the same year. He's older than me. But same <laughs> birthday. So do you, believe in, do you believe at all in horoscopes or anything like that? Like, I find it hard to believe that everybody born the same day is the same person. <laughs> I've never understood. Like, I've never understood yeah, I that idea. I don't think so. Yeah. I've never understood that idea. You know, like, oh, well, well, we have the same birthday, so we must be exactly the same. We've got to be the exact same people. Uh, Jim Harbaugh and I share a birthday. December 23rd, two days before Christmas. So, yes, we get screwed all the time with that. By the way, I, I can't let it go without just talking about that. The idea that BYU. BYU, impressive, undefeated, running up some big numbers. And yesterday on the Saturday morning shows of college football, I saw a segment being discussed, and I believe it was on the Fox pregame show, which, by the way, everybody was off. Everybody was off it. Is that, was that a COVID thing, Anthony? Like everybody was off the Fox show, it seemed like, yesterday. I don't know if it got wiped out by a positive COVID test or something. But they were doing a discussion. Does BYU belong in the national championship college football playoff discussion? I think the segment should be, you tell me why they shouldn't be in the discussion. Because first of all, being in the discussion is harmless. There's no problem with being in the discussion. There's no reason why, the, why should they not be in the discussion? 
that's where I look at some of these topics and I know they're created by a producer and then the producer pitches them to the talent and then the talent all prepares their arguments about why they believe pro or con. But the discussion point about BYU, I don't believe should be whether they belong in the discussion. I believe it should be up to the accuser to explain why they don't belong in the discussion. I'm impressed watching them. I don't know about the level of competition. I don't know whether you can do an apples to apples comparison about what BYU is or the numbers they're running up or whatever. But give me a break. I mean, this is right now. This is a this is a BYU team that deserves to be in the discussion. There's no harm in having discussion and debate about something. And BYU is going to have a body of work that's going to look really, really impressive. I believe they will be undefeated. But it's going to be hard for them because nobody's going to respect the level of competition that they faced. That may or may not be fair. We'll find out. My college football playoff four comes up at the top of the hour. We'll have that coming your way. You don't want to miss that. Dennis Dodd talks college football with us in the next hour also. But... Sometimes wins mean little in the big picture. Second half of the John Kincaid Show comes your way next, right here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.